Welcome back to the Situate Yourself podcast. It has been a very long while. Honestly, it always is, but I hope somehow, some way, you guys are doing okay. This is an episode where I basically just ramble about my college life to entertain you, but not really, to help you situate yourself, but not really. So here we are. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you are new here, this is basically a place where I ramble about life in my 20s, trying to situate myself to help you situate yourself, but not really. So we're all in this together. It's been a while since I recorded a podcast, so I feel a little awkward. This always happens, but bear with me. Today's episode is all about my college life or uni life. I know some countries, college is completely different from university and me going to college in Canada, that is the case, but I believe in America, college and university is like the same thing, but in this, I guess, case, I'm gonna probably mix and match words if I say college, if I say uni, if I say university, I mean the whole same thing. I went to college in Canada over in Montreal, so I was there for about, I guess, four years-ish, and I guess I don't realize that it's been a long while since I've been there. It's been over a year since I've been back in the States. Am I happy about that? I don't know. I mean, but part of me was ready to leave Canada, so yeah, I think um, that's not the point, but... This episode, I feel like it's going to be a lot just because we're kind of recapping four years of my university life, so I think we're just going to start off with my assumptions of college that I had, and from there we'll just see where it goes. So I don't know if it was just me, but I kind of had the assumption that college university life would kind of be like how it is in American movies or TV shows. You see huge campuses different cliques and it's just like a certain atmosphere of things like I kind of expected to join a sorority to like always wear some oversized t-shirts with Nike running shorts and running shoes and you're always on the go but you're not and you always have some type of like north face backpack or something okay so back in 2015 I think it was like Victoria's Secret backpacks that were popular so the brand pink was very like college oriented I don't know if it's because I lived in the South, so like there's a specific style that girls often wear. I mean, stereotypically, there is like a look for college campuses, right? And I kind of thought that would be what my experience would be like. I was just so ready. I bought some shorts. I got like a pair of running shoes, but I was like so shocked that Canada or the city that I was in was completely not like that. I think it was really funny because I think the first day of university, I dressed like okay, um, I guess to like scope out the environment and literally everybody for some reason, they looked together, they dressed up and I don't know if it's because my school was downtown, so often people commute in the city and then you either hang around the city or something but I also did go to a business school so I guess that's why a lot of people just dressed up. My school is also known for low-key having pretentious students and I didn't realize that. I kind of just went there just because I didn't get into any other school Um, 
but I didn't realize that it was kind of like known for having stuck up business kids and I feel like business kids are often like that just the stereotype of it but I was just trying to get a degree that was just kind of my thing so university my first impression of it I mean it was like crowded I felt like it was probably because it's that first week of school everyone's like there but normally a lot of people say that over the weeks people just stop going to class and that's exactly correct so I was very uncomfortable I think the first couple of days just because there were just so many people and like my campus wasn't that big we had one business school building and there was like a crap ton of students and I was just like really? but I guess it was because I expected like kind of like a huge university campus that's very like nature-esque. If some of you guys are actually not from America and you have no clue what I'm talking about, I think you can Google schools like UT Austin or UCLA. Like they have these huge like campuses and that is basically what I thought college would be like. But I kind of went to, I guess, a more modern business school. So it's kind of comparable to like literally an office building so yeah that was very anticlimactic but it's fine I mean school is school and that was that obviously my original sorority girl American college girl dream went down the drain I mean first of all I don't know what I was expecting because I guess I was going to school in a different country but because Canada is often so like I mean it's like literally next door I kind of never realized how different it was if I'm gonna be completely honest um, I kind of thought university like globally was just you know there's a university aesthetic of things but you know that was me and my ignorance definitely university globally is definitely different I don't know what I was thinking but yeah um, my assumptions didn't go through. I thought, I really thought that I would join a sorority and just, I don't know, have a tight group of friends. I think part of that was because my first year, I had a lot of low-key FOMO. Um, a lot of the high school acquaintances I had were, you know, in their, I guess, circle. Everyone went to um, social, I guess, gatherings and everyone kind of just, for some reason, I felt like were always together. And it's kind of funny that I kind of low-key felt FOMO just because I wanted to leave the city anyways because I didn't want to be with the same people. So if I'm going to be completely transparent, my first two years of college was kind of hard just because socially I had no friends, but I think part of it was because I didn't really put myself out there. And they always say like, oh, like you're in college, it's a new chapter, put yourself out there. And like, I didn't do that and if I were to tell you right now if you're going into college or you're like in college and you still haven't made friends like I mean unless you're okay with that but I really wish I kind of like just put myself out there earlier um eventually down the line of my university years I did end up joining an association making friends and connections through there but for the most part I thought that I would be okay like without having friends but if you really think about it it's four years so after I kind of had my first impression of my university I realized that I'm not gonna get that original sorority girl American college dream that I kind of like thought I would and I mean that was honestly my ignorance and 
I feel like low-key brainwashing of myself because I feel like this would be, of course, in a different episode because we can talk so much more about this, but the end of my high school years, I was very much like, I was kind of uncomfortable with, um, I guess you would say, my Asian identity. So it's kind of hard for me to say, but um, this is definitely going to be a great topic for another episode, but long story short, I feel like Towards the end of my high school days, I was kind of, like, low-key, I guess you would say, like, it was hard for me to embrace my Asian identity. And I know, I guess now, I think a lot of people, well, I'm sure many girls, young girls, or Asian Americans, or anyone who's a minority, sometimes you just get that feeling, and especially if you're younger, I mean, definitely now, I am far from that, thank God, but that was very hard for me to accept, like, let's say if I liked quote-unquote Asian things, and that made me, like, embarrassed, so that was basically kind of how I ended my high school years, so a lot of you guys who know me now, you know I'm very much open into Asian culture, Asian fashion, and that was me actually in the beginning of my high school kind of like life, but somehow in the middle to end, I kind of fell away from that, and I think that's what made me realize like, oh, I want to live this sorority girl life, like that's that's what I want. Um, I want to dress like basically every other white girl in the South who goes to university, and I don't want to say that like offensively at all because... That was just my assumption of things, and that's what I wanted. But I guess God really said, no, Lena, we're gonna ship you away from this, I guess, environment. And because of that, I became the person I am today, which is like, kind of, I guess, because of the environment I was in. I feel like if I wasn't going to school in Canada, I probably wouldn't have built, let's say, quote-unquote, the fashion or the aesthetic of my quote-unquote life and I say this in quotes because I mean it ain't that deep but for the most part a lot of people know me now as this certain image of Lena and I'm pretty sure if I didn't move away from Texas that wouldn't have happened and because I moved away I kind of experienced other cultural things or whatever And somehow along the lines, actually, um, even mid-university, that's when I slowly got back into the interest of anything Asian-related. And I think because I had the opportunity to leave my current environment, I somehow found myself finding myself in a way, even though I feel like I'm far from where I want to be. So as I am continuing to record, I realize, like, I think a lot of this is basically my stream of consciousness, I guess you would say. So sometimes I'll be rambling on and on and then I'm just like, what was I talking about? So disclaimer, I feel like this one's all over the place, but maybe they're always all over the place and it's just the way it is. So again, um, I hope my stream of consciousness helps you some way somehow, but back to the episode. So somehow, um, I came to talk about how I was low-key, like, embarrassed to be Asian, and then that kind of led me going into university to this new environment, and I didn't want to be surrounded by, um, I guess anything that would classify me as 
too Asian, let's say, but like that doesn't make sense because I am Asian, I look Asian, so let's just ignore all that right now because somehow um, I think 18-year-old Lena was going through something. So this was like four, five, six years ago where I really was kind of low-key having a crisis with myself. So Montreal University life, um, at least in my case, it was... The complete opposite of the American school life. I think that was because I didn't really expose myself to the extroverts, the partyers, um, the, I guess, somehow college social nights because I didn't realize, like, I remember my first year of college, people were talking about parties and they started at 9 p.m. Like, I know I'm so lame, but, like, really... I'm used to that 7 to 10 p.m. thing. It's, this is like a 9 to like 3 a.m. situation. And that didn't really make me comfortable. But also I'd like to point out that even though I moved to a different city, I still lived with my grandparents. So I still felt that pressure to like not do anything that quote unquote would get me in trouble. But, you know, I kind of wish I had more guts because maybe my college life would have been a little bit more juicier of things but at the same time I don't think it was that bad so my first year I kind of realized that everyone already kind of had friends and cliques so it was really hard for me to become anybody's friend or become part of a friend group because in Montreal um, often a lot of these students go to Sejap beforehand which is kind of like a pre-college and from there, they join university together. So Montreal is known, if you don't know, it's a bilingual city. So the first language is French, second being English. So if, you know, I feel like if I knew French, I would have felt more, like, easy, like I would have felt more inclusive. Is that how you would say it? I mean, even though it was an all-English school, it's just something about not really knowing the language makes you feel left out. I think that's an like that's just a given but I did take French class my first year it was super difficult I'm not gonna lie and I did meet one girl that I was able to connect with but then she ended up moving back to like Ottawa the following semester so I was just friendless like <laughs> that was just that but literally she was like the first person I was able to connect with that was that but it was my first time having someone that I was like very comfortable with which was like quite nice I don't know about you guys, but I also didn't attend orientation or like this thing that they call frosh, which is kind of like, like, a, you know, like a social, um, a social event where you connect with other students. I just didn't do that. Um, I guess I realized I low-key just didn't want to put myself out there. So in conclusion, my first year was just very like mellow, very plain, but, um, I wasn't always lonely, of course, because I did have my sister over there and her friends, but whenever I was on campus or I went to school or anything like that, it was just me, myself, and I, and my phone. I also did not live on campus, which is another factor that kind of, like, affected my quote-unquote making friends situation. So if you are going into college right now and you have the opportunity to dorm just go for it. Personally, for me, it was due to financial situations. I just couldn't dorm or anything like that, but I kind of wish I just somehow found a way to. 
but sometimes in Asian culture, they're just kind of like, no, why would you go to stay at a school or stay at school when you can just go home? So basically, I had commuted about 30 minutes um, every time I wanted to go to campus, which isn't too bad at all, but I think that's why every time, let's say, I went to class and class was over, I was just like, all right, time to go home. Like, I just went to school and then I went home. I didn't really try to like socialize make study groups or anything like that and also for me I found myself studying more like individually so that wasn't really motivating me to make friends either (laughs) my reasoning I think that I couldn't make friends is that if I thought I made new friends then all my old friends and everything I guess my relationships from my past would kind of like low-key just disappear and that's what kind of scared me um but anyways jokes on me that did happen but not in like any negative way I feel like somehow because I was able to leave this city I was able to grow apart but I think that was what I needed this definitely could be another topic about friendships but Um, For the most part, though, I just, I ended up being less on my phone to message people back in the States and more present. And also through social media, um, I was able to meet a lot of people because, again, I think if you listen to my previous episode, um, the blogger community was quite small and it was really easy to connect within downtown Montreal. And from there, I was able to meet people with similar interests and somehow some way um because I somehow felt comfortable with them like right away it was easy for me to just talk and they probably had like a first impression of like man this girl like is so open but I think because of the way I am if like right away I find you comfortable somehow I will just talk so I don't know if that's a pro or a con but the more you know about me um Oh my god, what was I saying? I am, like, so sorry. My stream of consciousness is just running. I feel like part of me, I'm very insecure about just, like, rambling because some of you guys might be like, just get to the point. Like, I just want to know, like, your university life in a nutshell. And I get it. Um, so let's try to do that. So basically, after my first two years of, like, you know, no friends, occasionally in my group projects, there was, like, one or two people in a whole semester that I would like keep in contact with and I would have group projects in almost every course right so let's say there's five classes I'm taking and there's like five people in a group that's like 25 people I actually had a class we had 10 people in a group that makes no freaking sense but out of all these people that I had to talk to I probably keep in touch with like three and um that's just that I think it was hard for me to connect with people because Again, you realize when you're in, like, these beginning classes and freshman classes, people are still acting like high schoolers, and it's just so weird. I don't know why I expected the level of maturity to increase during my freshman year of college, so that was kind of funny. Um, So basically, I think from now on, we're at, let's say, the end of year two, and then we're off to beginning junior and then senior year. So in Canada, we actually don't say freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. You just say first year, second year, third year, fourth year, etc. So basically, that was my first and second year. Very introverted, very much go to school and go home. Very much just plain boring. 
Um, beginning my third and fourth year, I feel like that's when things got a little more interesting just because now I am out of, let's say, my basic classes and I'm more into my um, classes that are related to my degree, meeting people from different levels, and it was just a lot different. And thank God, because my first year, oh gosh, it was just so... It wasn't fun, but it is what it is. My third year, um, somehow I came across this organization called Concordia Fashion Business Association, and it was gonna be their first year to doing this, um, I guess, association. And I was very excited because I was like, wow, like now my school has something that's fashion oriented, which is something I was really interested in. And I had actually visited another university's fashion business event. And from there, I also did meet really cool people again, but they're not in my university. So I always end up meeting people that are like not like conveniently in my life on a daily basis which is completely fine because I love meeting with people that I have met once or twice every couple months and it's always like a great time so I think because of the way I am I realize like it's okay that I don't have someone to talk to every single day or someone to hang out with every single day because during these one or two coffee dates I have like the most amazing time and it's very wholesome but Back to the point of my third year, I decided to step out of my comfort zone. I don't know what made me, maybe it was just me realizing like, oh, maybe I should just kind of like situate myself and try to do something that I like or maybe think that I like. And at the time, I was very much active on social media. Um, the micro-influencer thing was just like an interest of mine and from there, I decided to interview or apply for a marketing and social media position for um, Concordia Fashion Business Association where we basically connect students to the fashion industry. And at the time that was kind of something that I thought I wanted to do. Um, clearly um, if you're like updated with my life that's not anywhere near where I'm going but it's fine maybe one day. So even though I had applied for this I was kind of like would I really like do this but you know what I was just kind of like whatever if it happens it happens if it doesn't then pat myself on the back for even trying to step out the comfort zone that I never left for like two years so from there I was actually able to get the position and it was all thanks to my blog and Instagram at the time um, I don't blog anymore, but that was a thing back in the days, and I found really much enjoyment into it, so I loved creating graphics and just creating, um, I guess, social platforms and making it all look nice, and it's definitely a learning experience for me because even though I've always liked to create, I never really had to do it on a low-key professional basis, so it was also a learning experience because I never really had experience on a professional level so it was cool to see different perspectives and different underlying things than just you know pretty graphics so that was cool I met really cool people through there and 
actually because I had joined this association, one of the girls that I met through there who was actually one of the founding um, partners of the association, she was working for this talent agency at the time that was working on an influencer project with the brand L'Oreal. And um, yikes, L'Oreal's branding reputation right now ain't the greatest. She was part of the team to kind of do this marketing thing with influencers and she was like oh by the way like I put your name down I was like really because again I just met these people and I thought it was super nice of her too and I was just kind of like wow like thanks even though I'm a nobody but from there miraculously I was part of the L'Oreal Colorista campaign and I was able to do I guess this low-key ad shoot even though right now I mean if you have gotten to this point of this podcast and you want to look up my L'Oreal ad just scroll down my personal Instagram it's kind of cringe and embarrassing now because like I low-key but high-key did not have a say into my makeup or anything like that so they just gave me this weird ass concept but you know what it's fine that was a really funny experience And that was kind of like the peak of my micro-influencer days. I thought that was really fun. And this was all because I had stepped out, decided to join this association, and from there connected with people who then connected with me. And I think that just goes along the lines of you never know if you don't try. But unfortunately, I was only part of the team for a good like six months because I surprisingly decided to study abroad next semester so studying abroad was something i wanted to do but i didn't really expect much from it because again finances and just having asian parents and i was just like am i really gonna get the chance i again had this mindset of i'll just apply to see where it goes if it goes well then it's a sign if not then you know it's fine and surprisingly at the very last minute i was able to get into the school that I was interested in, which was Kingston University in a borough of London, and that was just a really, really fun, I guess, six months, or like five-ish months of my life. I think studying abroad was also something that, again, definitely made me step out of my comfort zone. I was in a new, another new country once again, and had no friends once again, And it was quite an interesting um, semester because, again, I did not expect to even study abroad. And I think this was when my university life was, like, going up the climax hill. I think this was one of the best um, moments because at this point, I think because I was so tired of Montreal, I just needed to go. So I think from there, I was very lucky enough to start another semester in a different city and that was surprisingly London and it was very expensive I'm not gonna lie but somehow through my savings and Christmas money and um, school like scholarships I was able to make it happen and I think because of that I felt like I don't know I felt like like more independent I think if anybody were to ever want to study abroad I just really encourage anybody to do so or even just to travel I think because I studied abroad I think that's what kind of like sparked my reality of like oh I just need to be in a different city so I was in London for a semester and I kind of wish I did a whole year because 
six months was just definitely not enough. But I think because of that, I realized like I want to find myself away more in different cities. And I know for some people, they like to stay in a city, settle or whatever. But for me, I realized like I wasn't happy after two years in Canada. So I realized that in London, I needed like a year or two and then I would get sick of it, right? And because of that, um, after I came back from London, I was back to Canada and that was the summer of me entering my fourth year and last year of college. My last year of college, I think it's hard to talk about because it was definitely a hard time for me. Um, The transition back from the UK to Canada was hard for me and then the fact that I had an overwhelming amount of classes was a lot for me because I realized like at first I was taking my time I didn't care if I didn't graduate within four years but there was something in my head that I was just like I can't stay here for more than I should ideally be here just because I wasn't happy with my surroundings I forced myself to take basically five to six classes I don't really remember to just finish it all in one shot. So I took, I think, two classes that following summer when I just came back, and then five classes in the fall and five classes in the spring. And I think because of that, I was very mentally drained, and that's not even talking about the transition of just moving back to Canada. That was another mentally draining thing and then also of course the stress of what am I doing am I really in the right major should I change it and all these questions and I was just not it was just not a great time and that kind of led to really sensitive I guess part of my university life and just briefly talking about it from there I do recommend you guys if ever if you ever feel like you're really like at the rock bottom due to university or just things in your life um, check out your school's like psychological services or counseling services I think I think again um, you never know if you don't try it was a good breather for me to try to take the opportunity while I could And from there, somehow, miraculously, I made it through my fourth year. And I didn't even attend my graduation, honestly, because I finished my classes April 2019. But my convocation would be June 2019. I could not be there for two months extra, so I just decided to skip that and go home. The Christmas, actually, before my last semester I had visited the states for the first time in two years and honestly because of the weird like sensitive situation that I was in I didn't want to like I didn't want to go back to Canada at all I didn't really want to finish but of course I wanted to finish my degree but there was a really strong like voice in my head that was telling me like I just can't do it anymore but long story short um I ended up finishing we're okay and through good friends and learning just how to let go and having self-care days life became a little better slowly but surely so that was basically my I guess super short and confusing not even short it was probably super long but It could be all over the place, but that was kind of my university experience life. So that was basically my college life. 
the not-so-cool-kid college life in a nutshell. I didn't really talk about grades or anything because I did not have the best grades. School was really hard for me. I don't know why I thought studying finance and business would be easy. But, like, classes like statistics and stuff, that was, like, the first time I ever got, like, a 40 on something. And I was just like, what? I was shocked. But... Somehow, someway, I managed to pass all of my classes, but I'm not gonna lie, college is definitely difficult, and I hope somehow, someway, if you are struggling, to not beat yourself over it. If you're taking your time, if you're taking longer than others, that is completely okay, because honestly, this is your road, this is your thing, college is hard, and that's already an accomplishment to even to be going to college. I do want to point out that my grades were not the best, because I I did try to study, but honestly, if I really want to be realistic, I did not really study enough or effectively, and part of it's probably because I didn't really care to make the best grades, so that was kind of my thing, but I know a lot of people are very hardworking and academically, like, smart, but that just wasn't me, and it was hard for me to accept that, but it is what it is, so... I did fail a lot of tests, I got a lot of low grades, but miraculously at the very end I always pull through to pass my classes, so I did end up graduating with a, I think a 2.9. It ain't the greatest, but you know what, I had a fun time. So I think that's what matters, is the balance between study and fun, I guess, and discovering yourself, but of course if you're trying to do something more meticulous in life, perhaps the grades do matter. In the long run, your degree is for yourself and your pace is also just gonna be different and there's no reason for you to feel kind of like, I guess, ashamed or just kind of like hating yourself for not finishing it sooner because honestly, if you finish it, let's say what, at 21 and then you end up no experience and just life sucks, you'll end up like me. But if you take your time, perhaps work part-time, perhaps somehow getting some life experience while going to school, by the time you finish, you'll be able to get a job with your experiences and your skills and extracurricular things because people like me who just went to school to just do school and not do, let's say, internships or leadership extracurricular activities of things, I think that's why I'm definitely struggling to... I guess find a career. So I think that was basically it for my low-key um, adventurous four years of college and now we will transition to questions that I was able to receive from you guys because I have no idea what to talk about because it was such a broad topic. Um, so thank you for sending me questions and let's get into answering them. First question is, what's a good level of balance between studying and friendship building senior year? So my senior year was like really heavy with classes. I was taking 15 credits per semester and I was basically trying to finish all my major and minor courses with no electives. This was also a hard year for me like mentally, so whenever I did find myself needing a break, I always found myself um, messaging friends I haven't seen in a while for coffee and just chit-chatting. So that's how I really built and sustained, I think, friendships. I was very open with my friends about how I was feeling, even though I did not see them often because of my schedule and basically my, I guess, my thing where I just didn't want to see anybody and do anything. Um, but also living in Canada... 
it's really, really cold in the winter, so you just don't want to go out. So I guess a good level is just knowing that you're getting your classes done, having your deadlines together, but also within these schedules, and especially if you have a planner, try to squeeze in like a coffee date with your friend or a lunch date with your friend here and there. Also, um, I think for every beginning semester, I do try to message my friends to send them my schedule to see their schedule to see what free time we do have in common if ever I wanted to grab lunch or a coffee. So that was like always a great type of balance for me. And I didn't realize that I needed to actually have this friendship building in, I guess, my life because I always had friends um, towards the, of course, the last two years, but it wasn't, again, like everyday friends. But I didn't realize the importance of just kind of just saying yes to hanging out with people sometimes. Um, that is probably the introvert in me. So basically for me, I would basically have a planner and as long as I have my study plans and include friendship plans, but like realistically, that's probably a good level of balance, especially senior year when things are kind of crazy, but some people's senior year are very, very much like free time. That just wasn't my case. So the next question is, how do you deal with forgiving yourself for past mistakes? And if you guys know, um, and if you guys have experienced college life, these are like low-key your prime early 20s, late teens, where you probably make a lot of mistakes, whether it is a social mistake or an academic mistake, things are probably going to happen. And in the moment, it's probably going to really suck, but I assume over time, somehow time heals. And it's important for you to realize like whatever that mistake was, that that was just kind of like it happened right so now you have to take that learn from it reflect from it and hopefully do not define yourself by this mistake and see what you can do to be better or to not do that again etc i think it's all about learning and growing and of course it's definitely easier for me to just tell you guys like you know just forgive yourself it's no big deal but again a lot of things happen on different levels of spectrum and I feel like as long as you are progressively wanting to let's say forgive yourself or be better and to some extent you are already taking that first step knowing that it's not your fault and if it was your fault you learn from that fault and then you just kind of like move on from it and again this isn't something that you would do overnight. Um, I don't think anybody forgives themselves overnight. To share a experience, I think, well, to some people this may not seem like a big of a deal, but to me, I was very much ashamed of myself because this was a situation that I would completely hate if it happened to me, but I was the person who did this to somebody. And to some people, again, might not be a big deal, but to me, this was just very shameful. So basically, my school has a lot of international students from Asia. A lot of them, English is not their first language. But you cannot really assume that English or they can't speak English or English isn't their first language because maybe it is. So it's kind of like stereotypical slash low-key races of anybody to come up to me, for example, and be like, oh, what's your name? And I say, let's say Lena. And they're like, no, what's your real name? And I'm just like, what do you mean? What's my real name? Because on my birth certificate, it's Lena. So keep that context in mind. So I was talking to one of my classmates that day and I introduced myself, he introduced himself. 
And because he had a foreign name, for some reason, when we were talking, I just happened to blurt out, like, oh, your English is really good. And he said, thanks, I'm from Toronto. That moment, I realized, like, okay, that was so wrong of me because why did I assume because his name was foreign, he couldn't speak English? And I think part of it was because being in Montreal, a lot of, um, I guess, people or friends I've made, French is their first language. So often they apologize saying their English isn't good. So I think because of that, I was kind of used to like, oh, your, your English is good though. Or, oh, your English is really good. And assuming that the English is their second language. So... I had that ignorance and assumption that a lot of people, English was their second language in that university. So I was very embarrassed and ashamed about that. So how did I learn from that? Well, I learned not to be a hypocrite because if I hate people, assuming that I don't speak English, why do I assume that other people can't speak English just because their name is foreign? That's just very wrong. Even realizing now, like a lot of my high school friends, they had foreign names and they speak perfect English. So I was like, Lena, why did you say that? So it was hard for me to kind of get over that because I was just shocked at myself. And I realized like that was low key racist of me. But again, you learn, you admit, you move on. Even till this day, I'm kind of embarrassed about it just because I hate it when people do that to me. I don't know why I did that to somebody else. And from there, of course, I learned and now I basically watch what I say and I think about it because it could be wrong. So there we go. That was kind of my thing. Funny story. This guy is actually the first guy to ever low-key stand me up. I got stood up because actually he was supposed to help me study twice, but then somehow things didn't work out even though I was already there and he's like, oh, sorry, something came up. And for somehow, I just, like, for some reason, I just didn't register that he probably would do that again. He did it again. And then one day after our final, he was like, hey, like, sorry for all those times. Like, let me um, buy you a drink. So, like, you know, call it even type of thing. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So we set up a day and time. And then I texted him that day, like, hey, like, are we um, still going out or whatever? And I didn't get a reply all day, but I ended up just, like, waiting to go or I ended up getting ready to go, assuming that, for some reason, I just assumed that things were still happening. And actually, it was super cold. This was like the middle of freaking winter. And like, I think I was sitting there for about an hour and then I finally got a text back saying, oh, sorry, I lost my phone. And mind you, this person like lives really close to the place we were meeting at, but didn't really have, I guess, the courtesy to be like, oh yeah, like, hold on, I'll be there in five minutes. Because clearly, he lived five minutes away from it, but he was just kind of like, yeah, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay. So I guess that's what you would call um, karma, I guess. For me, low-key assuming out of poor judgment that his English was good despite his, like, foreign name. I don't know, but... Yeah, that was kind of funny. So moving on, I really like this question actually. It's, what was your favorite pastime between classes? And my favorite pastime actually was to either go window shopping or cafe hopping just because I did go to school downtown. So there was a lot of places to discover. But sometimes I do end up going to the library to pretend to review lessons, take pretty um, Instagram stories. 
I'm really not the ideal student who really likes studies during pastime between classes, but some days, if it's like really cold, if I really do need to get things done, I try to find a quiet space on campus, which is pretty much difficult because there's a lot of students, but I ended up finding like secret quiet spots in a sense. Like, so my campus is like three buildings, if you want to think about it, and one building is the business building. Often I try to not study in the business building because there's just so many people and I don't want to see people. So because of that, I actually ended up exploring other parts of campus like the engineering building or the arts building. And from there, I kind of take advantage of their space and find my own little corner because it's literally so quiet and relaxing. And basically, I would find these spots. I sit there and probably eat something before my next class. So that is basically what I do. But I think my favorite pastime for sure is always going to cafes just to buy a $6 latte, pretend I'm being productive, and take a photo to capture the moment. So the next question is actually pretty cool. Um, it's if you had to restart your university life again, would you choose to study in Canada or your hometown? Sometimes some days I kind of wish I went to a more known school here in the States because I feel like that might give me a smaller kind of advantage when it comes to job searching and job hunting. But I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of places and jobs in the States, if you have a more recognizable degree, it might give you a slight advantage into getting that job, but because my degree in my school is not as known internationally, it's definitely difficult for me to find jobs post-college. I think if I had stayed in Montreal, it would have definitely been a little bit easier to find like a business-related job, but that wasn't something I wanted, so here we are, struggling. Um, finding a job after graduating is definitely the most difficult thing that I had to go through, I talk about more of that in my gap year and the struggles, but that's pretty much it. Um, I pretty much feel like if I had gone to school here, perhaps my job search would be a little bit easier. And socially, maybe I would have been more, I guess, extroverted. Perhaps I would have joined a sorority or whatever. But if I really had to reflect on going to uni in Canada, it really shaped me to kind of like who I am today in terms of my, let's say, fashion sense, in terms of the way I socialize or the way I view things in life. I think I really, really grew a lot outside of my comfort zone and outside of where I grew up in general. So Montreal definitely has a huge part on kind of creating who Lena is today, but not really. And honestly, if I didn't go to uni in Canada, I probably wouldn't have met all the amazing people that I have and even going to London and from there just learning and experiencing new things. So that was definitely, definitely an interesting time of my life. That was whole four years. So if my rambling just did not make any sense, I would basically choose to study in Canada again just because I met really wholesome people. I met people that's like on the same wavelength as I am and... I was able to explore my interests of, let's say, fashion. I was able to study abroad, and I basically was able to become this person I am today. So if you made it to the very end of this episode, 
Thank you as always. Please leave a rate and review if you can. Subscribe, share with me your thoughts, and yeah, um, again, thank you for those who popped some questions and topics for me to look at because it really helped me, you know, ramble some more. So I appreciate you guys for that. And with that being said, as always, please take care. I know there's a lot going on right now. Please continue to do your best in whatever situation you are in. Positive vibes, guys. Positive vibes. And before you guys tune out, please make sure you are subscribed to my podcast. If you are listening on Apple, please leave a rate and review. And with that being said, I guess that's pretty much it. Don't forget to follow the socials at the SY Podcast. And let me know what you thought of my rambles. Definitely let me know on the socials and I will talk to you guys when I can. I hope I can update you guys with some really exciting news. And if you listen to this podcast, you would be the first one to listen to my exciting news. So that being said, take care and I will see you in a month or so. Bye!